Hello and welcome to today's podcast, the Ecom Sales Tax Podcast. My name is Ryan Johnson, and I am your host. Uh, I, with you know, a few other of my teammates, uh, we went and attended the uh, Silicon Slopes uh, trade show in Salt Lake City. I don't know if you've heard about that, but it's been growing over the last four or five years. I think there's over twenty thousand people that have. Uh, that uh, went this year. Uh, one of the speak, well, I guess the keynote speaker was uh, Mark Zuckerberg this year. So it's really impressive. Um, Mark talked a lot about um, technolo- technological advances and what, what he uh, predicts for this year. So it was really interesting. There was a bunch of other uh, speakers from well-known uh, companies um, there as well, but I won't get into too much of that. Uh, it was really interesting, but it's more. It was more of a Silicon Slopes, more of a tech summit, um, because in Salt Lake, there's a lot of um, large tech companies that are that are growing in that area, and you know, people are are moving over there. You know, Salt Lake's pretty cool. Got a lot of cool surrounding uh, cities, lots of skiing. I know the Olympics were were in Salt Lake a few years back. A uh, really cool place to grow. Uh, we actually have one office located in southern Utah, so about three and a half hours south of, of Salt Lake. Um, and so we attended that. And uh, really, we attended it to see if it would make sense for us to have uh, a booth there um, to see you know, what the audience was like, what the other exhibitors were like and it was always it was it was fun to go around and uh, see people's booths what they're all about a lot of different tech companies a lot of different banks and um, you know tech companies for all industries it was really interesting I, I spoke with one guy where they're kind of a, a temp agency for for doctors is interesting and and you know that was unique because if let's say you know a rural hospital or a doctor's office and a doctor wants to go on vacation for a month or two and and maybe he's there's only like two doctors there uh maybe there's just one maybe he's the only one and so this temp agency will fill the the space for however long he needs it and and let's say that a doctor wants to go on vacation for a couple months somewhere and maybe he wants to pick up some work he can sign up with the temp agency who will find him a job wherever he's located so he can work a little bit while he's he's on vacation so i thought you know that was interesting um and every time i'm i'm talking to these people i always ask the question so what's your sales tax solution what are you doing for sales tax and that's just kind of the business we're in and it's always interesting. And a lot of the responses I get is, uh, I don't know. Uh, and usually I'm not talking to the right people, but once they get me to the right person, like, you know what, it's kind of a mess. Um, and I, I, I bring up trade shows just because I thought it would be interesting to talk about um, the, the, nexus and taxability of a trade show Uh, a lot of people like to attend trade shows i know one of my goals next year or two is to attend more shows um not 
and you know attend not as an exhibitor but then exhibit to a lot of these different uh, shows because I think um, we we can provide value and it would be beneficial for us uh, to be there as an exhibitor. So, you know, what are the tax implications, sales tax implications of, of going to some of these trade shows? Um, so a, a lot of reasons why you might attend a trade show is to just brand awareness, or maybe, you know, a lot of these people at the Tech Summit trade show, they were looking for people uh, to hire. So, you know, I had a few people like, hey, you looking for a job? You know, this is what we offer, things like that. I got a lot of those. But you might be out there to do some product demos, some, some cool giveaways, passing out samples, you know, giving out your business cards, making connections, trying to network. And it's, it's kind of fun to go. Uh, you can usually get invited to a number of different parties and, and you have to sit through a lot of sales conversations, but usually a pretty good time. And um, with trade shows, that could trigger some, some physical nexus. And you, and you know that there's two different kinds of nexus now. You got your physical nexus, which has been around for many, many years, and economic nexus, which has been around for just a, a couple now. And physical nexus kind of overrules your economic nexus thresholds. So if you're attending um, or exhibiting a trade show, at a trade show, you have to be aware of that state's uh, physical nexus laws um, because you could be, you could get audited um, and if they find out you've been a trade show, they may trigger nexus and then an audit going back a few years. Um, trade shows have known to be kind of a, you know, a place where state auditors go and um, they may review your booth, your exhibit, your products, your company. And uh, if they determine that your, you know, business um, does have physical nexus to the state, they will audit you. Just one of the ways that auditors will, will find its, its targets. So they've got, definitely got a watchful eye on all trade shows, especially the big ones. And I think each state probably has some, some fairly decent sized trade shows. Um, so some of the ways that the states will, you know, determine whether or not, you know, you have physical nexus in the state by a trade show is um, they, they look at the number of days you may have attended or, you know, derived income from the trade show. So derived income may be from, you know, people that you met there, maybe they signed some agreements there. And so the income comes from that show. It's gotta be looking at that. So let's look at uh, a couple examples. Uh, Illinois, um, if an out-of-state seller that attends trade shows in Illinois uh, may not have to register with the state if the following conditions are met. The retailer attends no more than two Illinois trade shows during any calendar year. So if you, if you 
if you attend less than two trade shows in Illinois, then you don't have to register. Number two, the retailer is physically present at those two trade shows for an aggregate total of no more than eight days during any calendar year. So if you, for those two shows, you're there for less than eight days, you don't have to register. The combined gross receipts from sales made subject to retailers' occupation tax at Illinois trade shows during any single calendar year do not exceed $10,000. So, you know, proceeds from any, or any income from these trade shows does not um, go over $10,000, don't have to register. Another one is California. A retailer is not considered engaged in business if the in the state if one, the retailer's sole physical presence is California. In California is to engage in trade show activities. So that's your sole physical presence in California is to attend trade shows. Don't have to register. The retailer and any of its representatives do not engage in trade show activities for more than 15 days in whole or in part during any 12 month period. So if, if you're not at the trade shows for more than 15 days, don't have to register. Uh, the retailer did not derive more than $100,000 of net income from trade show activities. So that's pretty good um, thresholds there. Uh, Georgia kind of reads almost the exact same as California, but they set a limit of $100,000 of net income, uh, but the trade show attendance is limited to five days. So if, if you are present in at trade shows in Georgia for more than five days, you may have to get registered there. Um, another one is an out-of-state vendor with no presence in Massachusetts other than trade show appearances is not engaged in business in the state unless the vendor solicits orders at trade shows for more than three days in the calendar year. So if you're soliciting orders uh, and not just, you know, there to create brand awareness or uh, you're just trying to network and you're, you're soliciting orders for more than three days, you've got to get registered. So um, some, some states uh, set limits on the number of days um, and you really need to dive into kind of what the regulations are of each state's rules just to understand how to calculate it because um, in Illinois, if, if you're attending any portion of the day at the trade show, it could be just an hour, that counts as a whole day. But if when you're exhibiting in days where you're, you're kind of putting up your booth or taking down your booth, those days do not count. So you need to be, pay attention to kind of those minor details within the regulations and the rules in order to really know. Um, because, you know, you can strategically, you know, decide where you go to different trade shows to avoid having, having to register for sales tax and collect and remit the sales tax. Now, um, let's get into, you know, transacting business at trade shows. So let's say you don't meet the time and monetary limits for a trade show, um, but it doesn't always mean uh, that you're off the hook to create, to, um, to collect the sales tax. Uh, if, if you make sales at the trade show or take orders for products to, to deliver into that state, it's, it's most likely that you should prob, uh, collect the tax on that. Um, 
and get registered. Though sometimes with trade shows, you don't need to get registered for a normal sales tax permit. There are temporary permits that are available in a lot of the states. So that's another thing you gotta pay attention to. Um, let's see. So if, if your goal is to attend these trade shows without making any sales, but purely just to exhibit your products or services, you most likely don't ha won't have any sales tax obligations um, unless you do meet those thresholds of, you know, your, those daily thresholds of, of, of attending for more than a certain number of days. So, um, like I said, some states um, require you to get only a temporary uh, sales tax permit if you're if you're attending a trade show. Um, so in Florida, let's see, a trade show exhibitor in Florida that displays tangible personal property or service must register as a dealer and collect sales tax on taxable sales provided the written agreement between the exhibitor and the event sponsor organizer authorized the exhibitor to make retail sales in the state or mail orders to Florida customers. Um, in Texas and Connecticut, even if for one day is enough to constitute physical presence in the state and require that the seller obtain a sales tax permit. A non-Texas seller may qualify for an occasional sale exemption if they don't normally make taxable sales. Uh, Colorado requires sellers to obtain an $8 special event license in advance of the trade show. The state defines a special sales event as an event that occurs no more than three times in the calendar year where retail sales are made more than three more than three sellers at a location other than their normal business locations. All right. And then in Idaho, they should obtain a temporary seller's permit. So those are just some examples. Um, each state has their own uh, rules. And so if you attend a lot of uh, trade shows um, as an exhibitor, or you're trying to solicit your services or products, it might make sense for us to look into um, what you've been doing. The last thing you want is a auditor to to find you and say, "Hey, you know, you've had Nexus because you've been attending this trade show for the last five years. We're going to need to see uh, your records going five years back." Uh, that's the last thing you want to happen. Uh, so, if trade shows is something. Uh, that concerns you or something that you do quite often. Uh, let's get together, let's chat about it, and make sure that uh, you're doing everything correctly. And um, thank you so much for, for listening in. Uh, make sure to subscribe, uh, connect with me on LinkedIn. It'd be great to get to know you. And I hope to uh, see you guys in another one.